0: Deuteronomy 28 and uh hallelujah God is good to us appreciate uh folks just entering into a service like this put your heart into it amen put your heart into whatever you find to do the bible says whatever your hand finds to do do it heartily put your heart into it put some strength behind it and uh hallelujah God will honor that amen Hallelujah. You might not be good at a lot of things, but if you'd be good at just loving God, good at worshiping Him, amen, hallelujah, God. God will bless you for it. Right. Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28, it says in verse 1, before we read it, let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your presence here right now. Thank you. For, Lord God, this is the great testimonies of all that You have done for us, Lord. And we give You all the glory. If we've done anything good, it's because of You, Lord. We honor You, Lord. And and we ask You to help us now. Let Your anointing... God, not only be on the preaching of your word, but on the hearing of your word and help us, Lord, I pray to just just God draw near to you, not just with our with our words, but with our hearts, God, and we'll give you the glory. We'll give you the praise, Lord, in Jesus name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Praise God. Deuteronomy 28, verse one says, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all His commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings... Somebody say blessings. Amen. These blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the Lord the voice of the Lord thy God. God bless you. You can be seated. I I know this seems to be this morning... Kind of was a common theme that, that you're gonna hear around here and, and I'm not gonna apologize for that at all. Amen. And we're gonna start off with this, another kind of common theme I believe that God's heart is, is always trying to reinforce throughout the Word and in our lives. Is that He is a good Father that loves you. Amen. And when you recognize that relationship that He's got a way, amen and, and his ways are above our ways amen. amen and he's got his will and his will is is good a lot of times we may start to learn some things about the word of God and about God's ways and say you know what that's just not the way I do things but you're going to find out that when you start submitting yourself surrendering yourself uh, it takes some humility See that that idea, even in churches, is kind of a a nasty business. You know, I want I want to come to church. and I want to feel like I, I'm I'm so important and I'm so awesome. And, and I'm not here to say you're not important or awesome. But you know, sometimes we get tangled up in trying to figure out our will. And Jesus came as such an example to us when He said, "Not my will." I, I can tell you what I'd rather have, but. Not my will, but thine be done. Yes, sir. I have found that when I've struggled to to hold on to what I want, it was to my own damage. Yeah, right. I found when I let go of my will and say, God, how, how do you want me to do this? Uh, sometimes I know I've, I've talked to folks even here right now and say, well, if I do that, there's going to be problems. God will take care of that. That's well, I want to know beforehand. No, you just obey Him. When if I obey God, then I, I, I might lose this, or I might, I might have problems here, or people might say this. You just let God be God, and you will be blessed. Yeah. Say, well, how will I be blessed? Oh, more than you ever imagined. The Bible says here, when they observe to do all His commandments, He'll overtake you with That's blessings. Right. I've heard some of the testimonies tonight, some this morning. And I know many others could say, oh, I could talk your ear off all night. How good God's been to me. Yeah. This idea, I love the wording of this, that he would overtake us with blessings. It, it, it's almost like he's just going to run at you and tackle you with goodness. Amen. He, he's going to going to just pour out his goodness upon us. Yeah. But so many times we live our lives so so self-centeredly, so so much in our own will, and so afraid to let go of all the things that that God is saying, I've got something better. Yep. Praise the Lord! I, I know how it has been in past. I know how some people just kind of have taken the word and beaten people over the head with it, and 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 just just uh, screamed about sin and screamed about hell, and, and and hey, sin and hell need to be talked about. Amen. They need to be preached about. Don't get me wrong. But I, I really do believe it's, it's kind of like one preacher many years ago talked about trying to get a bone out of a dog's mouth. You offer it something better, praise God. It'll drop it and go after it if it's smart enough. Amen. And, you know, God makes it clear that he's not trying to take something from us. Amen. The devil lied in the garden and said he's holding back on you. He knows your eyes are going to be open. He knows you're going to be like God. There's more for you. I'll tell you what the devil did. He stole from them. He robbed them of of a relationship with God that caused them to be able to just just be free. Amen. Amen. It says, if you come to pass. Now, Deuteronomy is written at a time. uh, This morning we were talking about. The children of Israel coming out of Egypt as slaves and God delivering them out of Egypt. And it is kind of a shadow or a symbolic, uh, a pointing forward of, of how God delivers us from the bondage and the slavery of sin. Amen. And He doesn't just take us out and just leave us there. He's got a promised land ahead of us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, and, and here, Moses is getting ready to move off the scene and hand it over to Joshua. Amen. And they are going to get going now finally into the promised land. How many know there were some problems of unbelief and fear and doubt that we are talking about? The Bible calls it an evil heart of unbelief. And it took a little longer to get in the promised land than what it was originally intended. But we talked about Caleb and Joshua and how they were men of faith and said we are well able. And finally they were able to get in there and get what belonged to them and God. Deuteronomy is Moses' last. Kind of uh, sermon, if you will, to the children of Israel, and Deuteronomy just means a second telling of the law. And he starts telling them, "Hey, here's what God wants you to do. Here's how God wants you to live. Here's here's how here's how we do some things." Amen, brother Campbell, an old friend and pastor that I that had he uh, he commonly talk to people and say, oh, "We don't do it that way." He just kind of addressed things in the church and said, "Hey, we don't do that do it that way." Amen. We and uh, but here's what. What Moses, through the inspiration of God, obviously, the mouthpiece of God says, if, if you hearken diligently, listen to God, listen to God, not only with your ears, but with your life, amen, to be a doer of the word, to hearken is to obey, amen, listen, not only pay attention to God, but recognize and if. You listen to God. If you say, okay, God, if that's how you want me to live, if that's how you want, want my life to be, God, I'm going to follow you. Listen to what God says. There is a conditional promise. A lot of the promises that people are quoting from the Bible, they don't realize there's an if. There's a condition. If you do this, then you get the promise. He said, if you hearken diligently, that means put your heart into it. Work at it. Amen. Diligence is hard work. So it's not just, well, when it's easy, when it's convenient, when when it seems to, to go that way, God, I'm going to do your will. But I've got to make up my mind. It might not be so easy today to do what God wants me to do, but I'm going to do it diligently nonetheless. If you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, observe. Just again, another way to say, do it. And here's, a, here's, a, here's just flat out and do it. <laughs> Observe and do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, the Lord thy God. See, again, I know a lot of people say, well, we're not in the Old Testament. And, and uh, well, God's got a lot in that New Testament that says, hey, here's how, here's how we do things. Here's a better way. Here's a better way. Amen. Amen. Here's something that maybe, maybe, uh, like the brother was talking here earlier in his testimony, you know, I thought I, I thought I knew what God wanted, but I started learning and, and I, and boy was I shown wrong. God bless you. Amen. It's a better way. It's a better way. Amen. If he said, he said, do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations. You're going to be doing better than all those old friends of yours. You're going to be doing better than your neighbors. You say, oh, am I, are you talking about getting rich? Well, God knows how to bless you. But I'm, talk, I'm talking about a richness that is in all areas of your life. That you can, you can have peace in your heart. You can have joy unspeakable, as the brother said, and full of glory. Amen. You can have purpose and meaning in, in, in what was once a dark and depressed life. Yeah. Amen. All these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken to the. There is a the condition when you start following God. He's going to bless you. I have found, praise God, to do kind of like Paul said in Romans, the seventh chapter. How many familiar with it? He said, you know, uh, I believe it was not Paul's testimony of who he was right then. But I think it was his his testimony as a religious person. And he was saying, you know, there's some things I know I ought to be doing, but I don't have the strength to do that. The things that I want to do, I end up not doing. And the things that I say, I'm not going to do that anymore, I end up going back to it and doing it again. And he cries out and says, how oh wretched man that I am. Who can deliver me from this? And he answers that question that God will deliver you. Amen. Jesus will make the difference. Praise God. So what I'm trying to tell you is you'll find out that God's will is going to bless you. But you need him to help you start living that life. You can't do it on your own. You can't do it without his strength. You can try. You can make resolutions. You can make yourself promises and and, and goals and all that. But you need to be able to say, God, help me. I'm going to turn to you and you're going to be my strength and you're going to be my victory in this and. And you're going to find out that God starts putting things together. Sometimes it's not just some things happen overnight. Don't get me wrong. I'm telling you what God can. God can work in your heart and in your mind and break chains of of depression and addiction and and do it just seemingly just so quickly. But but there's some other things that that God starts just putting in line. Brother was talking about learning and 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 being taught some things and now blessed because I'm doing it God's way. God's God will show you that. You were your own worst enemy. Right, right. That sin that you were choosing to commit, right. Amen. Nobody's making you do that. Right. Decisions that you made that were self-centered and and self uh, just selfish right. uh, were uh, were bringing damage to you and 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 also hurting other people around you. Yes. Amen. Praise God. But look what he says. Let's just take a little bit of time here and and read it. Uh, he goes on and, and it's just so good. I wanna, I wanna read this to you. Verse three says, Blessed shalt thou be in the city. Blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. That's your family. The fruit of thy ground. The fruit of thy cattle. That's your, your income and, and the, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shalt thou be thy basket and thy store. There's some, some extra leftover that you have for, for, for a rainy day or for an emergency. That's gonna be blessed too. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in. Blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. So how do you, do you see God's overtaking you with blessings? It's all contingent. It's all conditional on if. Just follow his ways. The exciting thing about this is Jesus said, If you love me, you'll keep my commandments, and they won't be grievous. They, they won't be, be a burden to you. You're going to see how good it is to live like a child of God. Amen. Amen. I tell you, a lot of a lot of folks that are hurting today, a lot of people that are that are are miserable, and maybe maybe just making other people miserable because, uh, well, people don't like to keep that stuff to themselves; they like to share it. And uh, a lot of times, they're they're more mad at themselves than they are really at at the world. Amen. But you start living for God and start being somebody who can be uh, a better maybe parent or a better friend. Just uh, maybe just taking better care of yourself because you know now you're a child of God. And right. you're not getting yourself, your mind, your Torah just tangled up in a lot of the, the filth of this world, whether it be the music, the entertainment, or or, or, or a lot of the, the garbage that's out there. But you start living a better way and start acting a better way, and you're going to feel better about yourself. Right. It's going to be different now. And that depression is not going to stick around because you're you've got help to and 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 strength to do things in a better way. Amen. Look what it says. Let's keep going. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Thank God for victory Amen. in the battles. It's not that we don't fight battles. We talked about that this morning. There's going to be battles, but God's got you on the winning side. Praise God! I had a got a text message from a uh, a brother down in Kentucky, brother Collins, brother Austin Collins, and and uh, praying for him and and the work he's doing. And he asked me how we are doing. I asked him how, actually how he was doing. He said he's coming up here with some of the youth in December, so we're looking at having them come to church with us. And, and I asked him how he was doing. He said we're fighting battles, but we're winning. Amen. That's a, that is the uh, testimony of a child of God. There's going to be some battles. Nothing. It's not something's wrong because there's battles, but we're gonna win them. Amen. But let's keep moving on. I shall. The Lord shall command blessing upon thee in the storehouses, and thou set and in all that thou settest thy hand to do, he'll bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee, a holy people, unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, walk in his ways. All the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. They shall be afraid of thee. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, the fruit of the ground, in the land which Lord thy God, Lord swear unto his, the, thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven shall give the rain upon the, unto thy land in season, and bless all the work of thine hand. God just blesses this and blesses that and blesses this. Amen. Thou shalt lend unto many nations. Thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods and and to serve them. God is so good. It's not uh, like the Pharaoh, which is really just kind of almost a, uh, an example, if you will, or an illustration of what the devil does in people's lives when they are uh, are sold unto him. That, that it's a hard task, Master. Life is difficult. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Right. Amen. But God knows how to give life and that more abundantly. Amen. And God will start blessing you. You start saying, God, I, I want my life to be... Directed by you. Can I tell somebody here today that uh, I want him to be. When I realized that he was going to be Lord in my life. I remember that I always kind of used those words. And I hear them thrown around pretty loosely. But to love him and let him be your Lord. There's, there's nothing in my life that I say hands off God. Amen. I give Him full control. Whatever it is in my home, God, I want You to be head. Amen. The way I the way I I go to my job and how I do my job, I want You to to lead me and I want to honor and glorify You. Amen. I want it in the way that I that that I I have my thoughts and and God, don't let me dwell. The Bible talks about the thought of foolishness being sin. Amen. I want my words to be directed by God. You know what? It's not overwhelming if you know Him. Amen. Amen. No matter what it is, how I dress. and how You know, there's things in the Bible about these things. Amen. Just letting God direct me and guide me by His principles. Amen. I want Him to, to lead my life. And I have found when I do things God's way and God's will, it's blessed. It's always good. When I look at it and... People are looking at me and saying, "Why are you doing it that way?" And and I say, "You know what? Uh, I uh, I get to do it this way. I'm blessed today. Uh, I wish I would have seen it and learned it sooner. Amen. Because I'm so blessed to live for God." Amen. Matthew 22. Matthew 22. I want to talk about something here. Now we just laid some foundation. You might think, "Well, that's a good." message. Let's close this up and go home. But I, I want to just take this a, a little bit in a different direction right now. In Matthew 22, verse 34, we're blessed to obey God. That's right. When God cares about you, he loves you. You know, really what's happening is you're going back to manufacturer's instructions. You're going back and finding out when you get close to God, how you were created to be. A lot of, I don't know if you've ever tried to use an appliance or a tool and figured out, hey, I've been using this wrong. Yeah. Amen. No wonder it doesn't work so good. I thought it was broke, but it's uh, kind of a, 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 a user problem. Amen. Yeah. And I've got to learn how to use it properly or maintain it properly. When you get back to God and you find out what you were created to be and do, things just start to happen in a better way. Yeah. Right. Matthew twenty two thirty four. the Pharisees those religious leaders that were really just so stuck in their false traditions and just produced a lot of self-righteousness. When the Pharisees heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together and one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him, Now, it's not a lawyer really like we have lawyers. This was a someone who was a an expert in, in the Old Testament law and that's all he did was study that and and uh, he came and he thought he was going to ask uh, Jesus a question. And Jesus never was a problem, had problems with questions, but the problem usually came from what was the motive of the question. And the Lord tells us that this man was tempting him, that he had a question, but it was it was a setup. Amen. So he comes to him and asks him, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? So. Again, most likely, if Jesus would have said, well, you know, it's so important that you, uh, that, that we honor the life of our neighbor and and uh, shout not murder is going to be uh, probably the most important thing. If somebody's going to go by, you know, kind of like the media today. A lot of that fake news, right? And, you know, it's reported today that Jesus is pro-adultery. Because... He didn't say that was important. You don't think it's important, do you? You don't think all that stealing and lying is a big deal? Didn't say that. But that's probably what was going to be stirred up. If he would have said that, uh, that uh, you know, I, I think adultery is, is probably one of the worst things that's happening in our generation today. And they would have went out and said, see, he doesn't care if people are being killed. So they ask him this question, tempting him. And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments. Hang all the law and prophets. If you can really get that, praise God, you're going to do well. When you recognize that there is a purpose behind the commandments of God. Yes. When you realize that God is is causing us to love Him, yes. to honor Him, and also love our neighbor as ourselves. All those commandments, everything that the Bible talks about is going to fall into that. Yes. But the problem is, a lot of people are... And it, it, I'm, I'm not going to... Just give a free pass to a lot of pastors and preachers and churches that are that are teaching in a way that is just just really kind of laws and rules and 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 it's kind of hard to not see the error there when you've run into so many people over the years and say, well, let me talk to you about what you believe. You know, why do you do it that way? And they are like, I have no idea. It's the way we've always done it. What do you think? Maybe. Do you know what the Bible says about, like we talked about worship? Do you know what the Bible says about worship? Do you know what the Bible says about praising God? Do you know what the Bible says about, about uh, anything? I don't know. We've always done it that way, and 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 quite honestly, you know, we've just condemned everybody that doesn't do it our way, and we're against them. But but I don't know why we do this. When you find out in the Word of God that there's a purpose behind His ways, there's a there's a plan behind it that is good that 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 will help you in in put together a, a mind and a heart that has been broken and damaged it'll put together families and put together friendships that that, that will bless you and and cause you to be blessed and healthy and strong in in your spirit and and that god 's will is is going to help you it 's not enough just to say uh, i 'm doing what God told me to do. you know let me give you an example. I was thinking about this here. Uh, I did a lot of driving yesterday, and um, but I was thinking about it a lot just for the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, if uh, if you love driving in traffic as much as I do, <laughs> did you hear the sarcasm in that? So, uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's not so much, you know, the actual part of driving. I don't mind driving. In fact, I probably would like it if everybody else had a common sense. Right. So, you know, sometimes, especially when you're on the highway... You know, and people just feel like they're gonna gonna, you know, change lanes. Right. Wouldn't it be great if there was a way that they could let you know ahead of time that they're gonna change lanes? I thought of this so often. That would be amazing if if there was just some way that that they could do that. Because if they were gonna come over in front of me, it would be so helpful. Right. Did you get that sarcasm? Yeah. It'd be so helpful to know that ahead of time. Yeah. So there's a lot of folks that they don't care. If uh, if it's right or wrong, if it's a law, it doesn't matter because it's it's apparently it's their highway and I'm just driving on it. Right. So they're going to, you know, and it's it's kind of you know scary sometimes when you're going, uh, you know, uh, 65 and and or more. And, and all of a sudden somebody just boop there they go. You know, there's hardly even a car length in front of you. And there they are right in front of you. And it's 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 dangerous yeah, right. and uh, they don't care if there's a law about it. They don't care. One bit, but there are some other folks that kind of to me are even even uh, more of a problem to me because I just, you know, maybe maybe you think I'm a little uh, weird and that's all right. You're probably right. But it's those folks that they've already started cutting in already got me, you know, worried about the safety of my my life and the people that are in the car right. that have entrusted their lives to to let me drive, right. uh, you know. So they start to cut. They're already halfway in the lane and they hit their signal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> as they're pulling over, as they've already done that, that didn't help anybody. But they probably think they obeyed a law. Right. Amen. Right. Somewhere along the line. They thought, hey, I'm going to hit this signal because it's the right thing to do. But they meant, they're following kind of the letter of the law, which the Bible says killeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's the spirit of the law that gives life and, and that the understanding of the heart. You know, Jesus talked about folks that obey the letter of the law. You know, they, they say that thou shalt not kill, but they've got a lot of murder in their hearts. Right. They say thou shalt not commit adultery, but they got a lot of it, lust in their hearts. And he's saying that's not the idea that you just follow a law without realizing the blessing that's in it. Yes. Some of those blessings that are in this law help us get along with other people. That's right. Amen. The idea that somebody actually knows how to signal their intent, but they fail to recognize. And I realize, don't get me wrong, I have to tell myself all the time or I'd go crazy. Just, you know, maybe maybe they're forgetful like I was but uh, sometimes. But, uh, you know, if you think about it a little bit and just... Give a couple seconds and say, hey, I want anybody to know that this is what I'm planning on doing. So get ready. I'm coming over. They've not only followed the law, but they've been helpful. They've been helpful to the. You know, there's a lot of things in this book that, like Jesus said, he didn't he couldn't. It's so important that a lot of people don't think it is. I've got something going on with God and I love God so much. It doesn't matter, you know, how how much I damage other people around me doesn't matter how much I hurt. doesn't matter how reckless I am with people. That's not a strong Christian, no matter how much you think it is. I don't care how, many, how, how long you pray, how many hours you pray, all the things you do. If you don't care about people around you, Jesus said, if you're going to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I can't separate the second, which is loving your neighbor just like yourself. You're treating them like you'd like to be treated. A lot of the laws of the Bible... Are not just laws to, to say, okay, I didn't sin. There's gonna be a lot of lost people that 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 can say you can't point your finger at one thing that I've done wrong. I followed the letter of the law to a T and find out that they missed the whole spirit of it. When when God's telling us that this is what I expect from you and this is what I what what I, I, I command you, however however the word puts it, there's there's a heart and a purpose behind that you can't just forget that that people around you are are important to god Amen. you can't just forget and say i followed these laws and i'm i i'm clear and and you know what uh, you know even our prayers for forgiveness god if i did anything wrong i'm sorry and and i'll just make sure but has there been any reconciliation with god is there any learning and growing in god right. it's kind of like that turn signal thing you know you hit it just so just in case somebody might try to get you in trouble but it's uh, it didn't it's not you're missing the point of it right. I think a lot of times when we look at what the Bible says about how we gather together as a church how we work together as a family how we uh, deal with people even you know at our jobs and, and and around the community we can be in a place where we feel like you know, I'm not guilty of anything, but God's got so much more than just not being guilty when it comes to living for God, living for him and following him. Sometimes the blessing of the commandment is not just all about you. Sometimes it's how we interact with our neighbor. You know, you'd think. Maybe if you read your Bible that you'd recognize that that word neighbor is used over and over and over again by Jesus. It must be important how we treat our neighbor. And let me tell you, it's not just to keep ourselves clear and not just to keep ourselves from being guilty, but there's a way to to actually love our neighbor. As ourselves, that means we have to show them the respect that we would like to receive. That means we would need to show them the the uh, the can I say the courtesy that we would like to receive when we get ourselves down to the details of the commandment and forget the heart of how we need to love one another we 've missed the boat second Timothy three, and just a few more moments in. We're going to wrap this up, but 2 Timothy 3 talks about the last days. Talks about dangerous times, perilous times. Yeah. And I do believe we're living in those days right now. Amen. It's sad sometimes, you know... uh, when we're dealing with people in church, I've seen this so often. I'm thankful, so thankful, and I don't stop saying it because I don't want to take it for granted for one day. But the the, the group of people that uh, you are part of right now, you're, you're you're a blessing, and and the courtesy and the the respect that is shown is has, has just never been better. And, and I don't want to take that lightly ever, because I've seen so many times people with with righteous intent. And even some good points to be made, but they forget that everybody around them has a view that maybe they don 't see yeah. even talking to their pastor sometimes they 're just just uh reckless in 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 how they they hurt and they tear down and you know you know you can you can see this isn 't something that 's been just soaked in humble prayer, this is something that is uh is uh Just so harsh and so unkind and and and, uh, has nothing to do with really what the commandment that they're looking at has to do with. Amen. The Bible talks about how every man is right in his own eyes. And somebody that's first in their own cause is such such a dangerous thing because it's so easy to see. And, and, and rightfully so, you see your view and your perspective and, and you have so much to offer. Nobody's saying, hey, it doesn't matter. But it's not the only perspective that matters. And when you forget that, we have to come together as Christians and work together and And you can help me, and I can help you, and we can we can strengthen and sharpen one another. What a blessing that is. What a blessing that is. Look what it says in 2 Timothy 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And and this is interesting to me because I don't think this word is just thrown in there as uh, any kind of exaggeration at all. This is a dangerous day that he's talking about. And the danger... Is that men shall be lovers of their own selves? That's self love. That's self love. Now God is we 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 can bring some balance in this, and we do. I feel like we even did some this morning, and and even maybe tonight, if I think about a little bit more, how God will help you to walk in a better way, and and you, and and God will help you to be a healthy uh, uh, creation in Him. Amen. New, and and you're going to be blessed in your heart, and your spirit, and your mind. Amen but uh but when we love our own selves more than we love God and we love ourselves and more than our, our neighbor, and we can't become servants amen? amen and if I if I start looking down this list after lovers of their own selves, so much of this is really just tied up in lovers of their own selves when you have pride and and covetousness is where it's, it's what I deserve. It's what I want. It's what I, I lust after it's, it's wanting what God says. That's, that's not good for you. I want that. I, I'm never satisfied. Lovers are your own selves. You can't just stop saying, thank you, God. I'm so blessed. I, boasters and proud. That's, I'm so important. Blasphemers. You're so arrogant, so full of yourself that you can curse God. Disobedient to parents. How often I've just seen the idea of just this lack of being able to, to surrender and submit and say, say, it's not about me. It's, to be unthankful is to be selfish. Yeah. Unholy. Without natural affection. This, if you, if you look at this, uh, in, in the original, it, it's really talking about a day like today where, where Parents are against children, children against parents, uh, mothers against their unborn child. This, without this natural love that should be in a family. And I believe ought to be in the house of God. That we can't just honor and love one another. Truce breakers. Well, when you've made a covenant, when you've made a, made a, 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 an agreement with someone and, and your way is, is more important than them, you can't find that equal ground. False accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those, on and on it goes. It, it, and it ends with that scripture we talked about earlier, having a form of godliness, but denying the power there from such turn away. What is all this? It, it's, you still are somehow obedient in a way but you've missed the heart of the of the commandment you've missed the heart of of loving people compassion empathy are scriptural principles that say i i think about what if that was me remember it says in the book of hebrews it says about about praying for those that are in chains like it was you Praying for people whose families are hurting or who need miracles and, and healing in their body. Like, what if that was me? Amen. Caring about the people that are on the pew across. He goes, what if that was me alone and, and hurting? What, what if that was me that needed prayer? Right. Amen. Amen. Compassion that cares about people. That, that, that the book of Jude says, making a difference. Having compassion and making a difference. Amen. But you care about people. See, the commandments of God are not just just something that we, we keep in order to, to, to be right. And, and God, you can't hold me guilty of this because I have followed that letter of the law. There's, there's death in that. There's condemnation in that. But when you realize I'm loving God. I'm loving him i'm hearkening to him i'm obeying him and 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 i'm and i'm loving my neighbor as myself that's going to take all the law of god and put purpose and meaning behind it and see this is what he meant this is how he thinks about me and how he thinks about my brother and i start thinking like that when i look at you and i think what's god thinking about you how's god see my neighbor how's god see see my friend how does god see my enemy and and how I want to see them just like He sees them. It's bow our heads in prayer. I'm asking you today. The book of John, the Gospel of John, talks about the Holy Spirit coming and convicting people. Not only of their sin, but also of their righteousness. Sometimes our righteousness needs to be examined. Sometimes we need to look at ourselves and think about our neighbor. Not just if there's any laws that we may have obeyed, but not really from the heart. I believe it's in the book of Romans, the sixth chapter, where Paul talks to those in Rome and says, You obeyed that form of doctrine from the heart. When you start thinking about just how good his laws are, how good his word is, and and the reasoning behind how God wants to build us up together in Him, it'll make all the difference in the world. A Christian that is obedient is not a selfish man, a selfish woman. A Christian that is submitted to God is not self centered. I feel like we could turn to First Corinthians thirteen and look at what it really means to love our neighbor and to be patient, to be kind, to consider them, not push ourselves forward, not to be boastful and proud. Oh, hallelujah. Help me, God, to think about why I do what I do, to think about think about others as a Christian. Think about the needs of those around me. To be like Jesus, let's let's find a place to pray. Let's talk to the Lord. God, help me. Help me, Lord, to be more like You. He's a Savior. If you're struggling, and He'll save you. Talk to Him and ask Him to forgive you of your past, forgive you of a life that has been lived selfishly, sinfully. Ask Him to change. and we, what we do and why we do it that way. don't want to cast a stumbling block before my brother. I don't want to be more like vent, hurt somebody Jesus. because I've been careless. Because I've been worrying more about what I like and what I want more than anything else. I want to be a lesson that That's what you want, God. And loving others. That comes next. I like you. Good God, help us. He's going to teach you. He's going to lead you. You just let Him, let Him lead your life. The Bible tells us to turn to Him with all of our hearts. It's called repentance. It's it's really just a a dying out. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. We turn our lives to Him, and He leads us step by step, one step at a time, more and more, to be like Him. Turn away from our old and turn to him to guide us and lead us in his will. Oh, he's so good. Let's all stand again. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord, as we pray for one another, as we pray for those that are jobs and in in our homes and in this church and in this community, God, that you would fill us with your spirit, fill us with who you are, that we could. Live the life and shine the light to so many that need you. Bless each one now, I pray, God. Keep us safe as we travel. Lord, just work mightily throughout, Lord, through your people this week. And God, will give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church. So good to see you in church tonight.